coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. Old school Jay Foreman, DP. Quick first hour, 5 o'clock top of the hour. We are brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop. Located at 84th and Havelock. Every type of meat, every type of cut. This list here is is, is overtaking the show. We had had to talk. We were thinking about talking about Brian Kelly. He is not on the hot seat. We had wanted to talk about other coaches and, and stuff like that. But when you, we talked about the donors and the situation and, 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 the, and you know, sometimes that, you know, you always wonder sometimes why coaches, like, when you think like, okay, there's four things that you need, right? You know, whatever they may be or whatever you might think of it, and say, you know, the coach at least has three of them. Well, then the coach should be at least 75% of what you expect him to be, and this is football or any type of situation. And you wonder what happened, and then you, then like two or three coaches come through there, and you're like, man, now I see why coach, you know, three three coaches go wasn't successful. So out. that's where you got to really, you know, not just go on the first uh, – thought process and you, and you have some coaches that will never be humbled enough to take a smaller job so one one guy that went from a three to a one right was jim moore jr right it, it's, it's a successful nfl coach at two different places mm-hmm. a legacy coach mm-hmm. right a ucla kind of grad right and he took a job way off the beaten path because he wanted to get back into coaching he was actually really i felt really good and excellent on tv I, I I felt he was. Eventually, I think he'd been really good. I think he had the personality. He had enough kind of funny. I mean, he was just good at what he did. And he was always going to be on TV. But he said, you know what? I really want to coach. So most likely, those guys are going to wait around for a job that's a little bit easier where you can kind of go into a conference in a situation, expectations low, find a niche, and just kind of ride off into the sunset with a golden, golden, you know, package, golden shoot package. He goes to UConn. No money, no tradition, no players. And somehow gets them around to now six and seven is great. They go to a bowl game. It was six and six, and and now he, he has to do it. So when we, when people ask me, you know, about like Brett Venables, and you know, I was saying there's comparison to Brett Venables. If you know Brett Venables, right? He played, he coached at Kansas State, coached at Oklahoma, worked his way up, known as one of the best defensive coordinators. Then he goes to Clemson, coaches multiple first round picks, has success, national championship. And there was always a reason. It was always weird that he never left to me. Yeah, you started getting pay bumps from like 500 to 800. And that's nothing to turn your nose up. But when Kansas State job comes open, you didn't get the job. But you coached there. That's weird. I, I think he – You cut your teeth there. He didn't turn it down. He he didn't get it. It was mutual. They picked somebody else, and then he went back to Clemson, got a little bit of pay raise. Then you get this Oklahoma job. And somehow you get your first big job at the school that you really cut your teeth at, had a tremendous amount of success at, right, for decades, under Stoops, who's a godfather of coaching, Stoops' family, right? You're on the cusp of being of being there only maybe two, three years. And the best thing that you can do is question how this roster was left, 
right? Okay. How the Austin? I would look. I want you to look up the last two recruiting cycles for Lincoln Riley. Just their numbers, Oklahoma. At Oklahoma, okay. yeah. And then you then you want to go and, and and it's like, okay, I'm doing bad. So guess what the easy choice is, right? Blame. Let let me go see. Let's let's go shine a spotlight on a 0 and 11 Colorado team that has no talent. He talked about Colorado as if they was the equal Oklahoma. See, if I'm a donor, do they play each other? I don't know, but see, if I'm a donor though, yeah. If I'm a if I'm a donor, if I'm an advisor to him. I was like, you played yourself, player, because you're talking about a team that's not even comparable to you. You get what I'm saying? They were, let's see, 2021. Or 2022, they were 10th. 2021, they were 6th. There you go. Add them up. It should be top eight, right? So, I mean, the reason why he, I think he played himself when he was talking about Oklahoma and Dion, even if you felt like that, you're trying to defend – your losses and what you did with your roster didn't do with your roster based on a program that's probably on the that was on the cusp of shutting their doors when they when the when the AD said I got to go raise money to pay the contract that the dude signed that's not even comparable to Oklahoma you need to be talking about what Texas is doing or isn't doing you got you need to be talking about Oklahoma State matter of fact you got to be thinking about well we're making moves for something that's bigger than the Big 12 You're is, up is here that to, is that true for Nebraska well, Nebraska isn't switching conferences. They kind of are, whether they intended to or not. They're not going to the SEC from the Big Twelve. They're, they're, you're bringing in UCLA and USC. But the okay, but that in a conference you know, that they were already struggling in. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with them. But they're not going to a superior. They're not going from the Pac-12 to the SEC. Why would anybody? And I'm and I'm speaking to how you just said it because I love how you just said it. Why would anybody refer to or focus on Colorado if that's not your level or your standard? Well, Oklahoma and Nebraska, I think two programs are in two different places. Okay. Okay, that's number okay. one. That's number one. Oklahoma, take last year out of it. Oklahoma yeah. college football playoffs every single year. And, and we saw what happened uh, here with Oklahoma. So we saw Oklahoma right, up close. Right. But, again, take last year out of it. Okay. Under Lincoln Riley – Look at him, 10, okay. 11, 12 wins. Mm-hmm. So that's totally different than Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. Where, where Nebraska is. I mean, let's face it, right? Yeah. And then so the when they're talking about Colorado mm-hmm. with the amount – and I get it, Colorado's still in the Big 12, but you're talking about a team – that'd be like when I was playing, we'd be up there talking about what McCarthy did at Iowa State. or Pacific, Nobody – nobody, we didn't right. care. Right. Right, we you could have brought it. It'd be you know really when Bill Snyder brought in all those like uh, JUCO guys. Yeah, we, we didn't say anything about it. We didn't care. Yeah, dude, you, you wear Kansas State, <laughs> you you gonna get the business. Whatever you, who, I don't care who you get, you're right. gonna get the business. So when you do that, is it lets me know about him personally, which is gonna lead bleed down to him as a coach. It lets me know you don't have that much confidence. Yeah, and this isn't yeah. saying that whatever Dion's doing is right, right? Because Dion, if he can win four games. That's a that's great year. that's a great year for him. So at the so if you're thinking if you're worried about with somebody that's that's trying to take a program from zero to four, well, why aren't you worried about Kansas State? Why aren't you worried about TCU? Right? Because TCU they had a huge. They're the ones. They're they, the target. They had a huge transfer portal year, right? And it worked out well for them, right? It was a first year coach. They they are the they are the the the, the North Star. 
Right. So right. So so you're not. You need to be worrying about what they're doing with their roster, how they're coaching, and what their coaches is doing, or with what you're doing. Right. <laughs> or better yet, yeah, what you're focus doing. on what you're doing. And it, in in Nebraska is a little bit different because I think Colorado is always going to be a Nebraska rivalry, a rival. Two new head coaches. Dion has a huge personality that gets enamored and gets Nebraska fan base going because we're going to Colorado. Last time we went there, we tricked it off. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we play Colorado again. We have a new coach, um, a different personality, but very good in front of the microphone as Dion. Um, Matt Rule's not going to back down from Dion. Dion's not going to back down, and nobody knows what Colorado has, and nobody knows what we have. All we have is Instagram posts by Dion's and, and all that stuff, and, and everybody saw a small you know clip it. We talk about either you're on this train or not. I'm going to give you a chance to make the team. I'm bringing some players with me. You're on notice. <laughs> no. And everybody got up in arms about it. You know what no. I mean? So, I think it's just different. But the, this list. Jay Foreman is setting – look, he's setting standards. Nebraska fans are like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, it was fun. I mean, it, it, I understand. I'm more worried about Nebraska going up there and winning this year. But you because picked them. You because, picked them because, away. Yes, yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm saying that's one of my focuses because the reason why because these are the games that Nebraska should win. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. And, and that's a step because I think, and it's also like recruiting. A lot of these kids and some of these parents, when you think about recruiting and basketball, because we're just coming out of summer basketball, and there was a big announcement. One of the uh, kid, local kids, he's going to a big time prep school. And where a lot of these young kids don't understand, and I see it all the time. I hear them talking. I just keep it moving. They get so enamored with what they see on social media, they don't realize how hard it is to get recruited. They don't know how hard how hard it is just to go play college, mm. and it's not power five or bust. Mm-hmm. And everything that you see is not true mm. on 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 Instagram, good or bad. So what you saw out of that out of that snippet talking about I'm bringing Louis, it was strategically place to get traction because that program only traction that they've had at Colorado was just getting bulldozed by everybody. That's why he was there. And so then what it does, it catches, you know, on the people. And then when you think about going up there and playing Dion, I feel like this is the year you, you, in, 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 if you want to compare it to get recruiting, you don't go. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store check out daily promotions same game parlays live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc from playing to say for instance freshman football or basketball to play in varsity to the number one player in the state of any state unless you are unreal because yeah. even when lebron was a freshman the potential for him to be the best player in the state was there he probably wasn't because there's guys, there's 
you know, grown grown kids they're playing against. So when you think about where Nebraska football program and comparable or analogy is, before we start thinking about winning Big Ten championships, we got to do the simple things and make the simple things look sexy. Win the games we're supposed to. Beat some teams that maybe we were even with or maybe not supposed to. Mm-hmm. And then build it as it's supposed to. And then when we arrive, hopefully – at a Big Ten championship or whatever that conference is called, whatever, at that <laughs> point in time, right, we're getting off the plane with a better than 50% chance of winning the game. What? So so go walk me down this. The games they're supposed to win. Because for coaches on the hot seat, that's always a point of contention. And that's where oh, people that's where people Jim, get slight, hey, listen, right? Jimbo Fisher better not look. I want to pull up their – I got to pull up their, their – uh, And I want you to pull up Nebraska's schedule too because I want to know what – well, Nebraska is different because we haven't seen them play, right? Ideally, but, but ideally, when you say when you say Nebraska should, we got to beat, hey, beat Northwestern. Okay, Period. so the two the two non conference and Nebraska and Northwestern, we got to beat them, and then we need to be. I got to look at it again, but I'm gonna look at Texas and them. Okay, because Jimbo Fisher went from untouchable to very touchable. Oh and no! Here, and here's what happens when you go from untouchable to touchable, right? It's when you're the head coach. And you get a call or text message from a donor, former player or a player, you answer the call when you need to be, or not at all. Mm-hmm. It might go. You might be left on what they say, left on read mm-hmm. for months on end. Yeah, right. Or you just erase the message, so then yeah. you're still on read for. Yeah, I never. I don't know. But when you, but but <laughs> but when you on number four, when you number four, when it's win or win or lose, you checking that phone at all times, because you're part of you keeping your job now is doing stuff that you hadn't done before which obviously is beating teams that you should have beaten. So when you look at Texas A&M um, schedule here, okay, they play New Mexico Lobos. They got to win that one. Mm-hmm. That's Jerry Kill, right? Yep. That's my man Jerry Kill. Now, this right here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Jimbo. I like Jimbo. Got to win, Because bro. he was country, yeah. and he got that little twang to him. And he battled through some stuff, man, you know, down there in Florida State. I know why he left, man. Jerry kills New Mexico State. Okay. Well, then whoever's at New Mexico, them Lobos, is that, is that the front? Is that the, the – who who cares what their coach is? Danny Gonzalez. Yeah, is Danny Gonzalez. He's on the hot seat as well. Yeah. Well, they playing at home on yeah, he's, ESPN. He's on, on the hot seat. On Saturday night. They got to win that one. Twelfth man better is going to show up. And, that's yeah, that's going to – that's the ESPN. That's the, that's the coming out party. Yeah. It's a new look. Mm. You know, Bobby Petrino. Mm. Now, then. just a week later, then you go from Texas to that Miami Heat, September 9th, 2.30, mm-hmm. primetime ABC. Mm. This is a look game. How does it look when you win or lose? Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is a Dusty road game. Now then. <laughs> but that's just the thing. So, however, that game. So, so you wow. need to be at least one on one, and then when you come out of it, now this Louisiana is not, Monroe. This is not set up well for Jimbo. You go. You got to. You win that one, mm-hmm. and then you turn around. Even though you're at home, Auburn has a new coach. So the expectations that you're gonna, you should beat Auburn. Mm-hmm. Now you, sh- they, it, this is a game. This is a game you should win. They don't. This schedule but, is, is something. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, Man. that's why it, it, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Austin, are you Auburn, looking at this schedule? Here's the problem. A&M schedule? Yeah. Auburn <laughs> and your fourth game, you playing – Hey, my mom used to say them brothers in Alabama, they eat pinto beans, they strong. They they're just, different. They just, yeah. 
He said they ain't got two things to do growing up, playing football and, and relaxing. Right. <laughs> and, and they eat pinto beans three times a week, he three said, times a day. We don't have no country club. Yeah, we no. don't have no air conditioning. We Listen, just out here. <laughs> and you play them fourth. Now, granted, you play them at home, but you don't know what they got, and you play them fourth. So it's not – this is going to be – a white-knuckle game. Mm-hmm. This go, you know Auburn's going to be physical. Mm-hmm. Then you turn around and face Arkansas in Dallas in kind of like a – Jerry you, World a, game. A Jerry World game. And you that, know he's setting it up for, for – Setting it up for Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you're running, your water ain't going to be running. Hotel, you know, phone's going to be ringing all night. Wow. Right? Wow. Then Nick Saban says, listen, man. You remember that stuff you was talking about me, man? I'm going to teach you. You know what Nick Saban's saying? We're going to teach him a lesson. You know when you told everybody you need to go worry about me? Well, listen here. Where they, you will no longer be employed after this game. Wow. You about to get hey, it. You I am to... predicting if the season goes downhill, he does not make it past Tennessee. Or he make, he gets fired after the Tennessee game. Wow. Well, because that, well, because well it doesn't why. get any easier. Well, no, because that's the bye week. That's the bye, It's like in the NFL when you want to make a quarterback change. It's the bye week. You ain't met expectations. You mess around, be like one and five, and and you know everybody's broke off. If he's three and three, it's it's three and three. You still got your head above water. You can always sell it. I can go. He gone, man. Because Tennessee gonna be no joke. Alabama's no joke. Auburn or Arkansas is gonna give you problems. And Lord forbid, God forbid that you go down to Miami and lay a head, and and them brothers in that heat running, they they look like they're in warp speed. You in trouble. That game last year was seventeen to nine. Right. Like Auburn, like they won it, but gross. Auburn coming into your building if they beat you at but the Super Then you got problem. South Carolina, who who was explosive. Wait, 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 but, but Tennessee is just wait, that's an L. Tennessee is that's the week L. after Alabama, so you're gonna roll that's through. L. Auburn, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, L, South Carolina, L, L. and then Ole Miss. Yeah, oh, L. by the way, Ole Miss, who might be the best team in, in the, 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 on the schedule, not named Alabama. So then you go. Then you got South Carolina. LSU's there. LSU's good. Well, we haven't gotten that far yet. Look, then you ain't. He ain't even making it to ACU. I don't even know who. Abilene Christian. Yeah, you ain't getting the stat game. I mean, he gonna get him extra money. And then you go. <laughs> then, then, then two days after the Itis holiday. Yeah. You play LSU at LSU. Down there on a Saturday night. night. Saturday what night. What's our rule? What? No, what? what uh, uh, Dead Valley. No, what's his name? Uh, what was that coach? Uh, Ed Orgeron said that were dreams come to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Go then, tiger. and then, just for grins and giggles, just to show you pressure, they put the SEC championship game on your schedule. <laughs> It'll like be they gone. let you know, hey man, uh, that's it right there. Like either you you get there and and probably win it. Either you get us there, or you're already not getting us there, so you're not there. Man, that's. Boy, that's a different life of football. It doesn't set up well for him to keep his job. Now, the problem is what donors he has in the right pocket yeah, and the ones that, that are leaving his left pocket. So if you got your pocket full, you'll be able to save your job because at the end of the, you know, at the, end of the day, they don't want to be paying that type of money. Well, I mean, he's going to get his money. The question, as a text on Texas, Jimbo's getting his payday either oh, he's way. Getting, yeah, he's getting his money. He's getting paid. But you don't want to pay that much. There's a lot of money left. But there's a lot of trouble to go through. Your ego can't get through this well. That's what I'm saying. If you are a power that be and you owe him a huge amount of money because he already had the scare with the assistant coach talking about their paying players, 
He had some off the field trouble. So he's not going to get fired for cause. He, he's going to be on his P's and Q's. He's not, he sees this schedule. No matter what he said, no matter what he says. Oh, publicly, this schedule. <laughs> he's thinking about this schedule tonight. <laughs> he so get no he, sleep at night. <laughs> so, but, so then also you have to forecast, right? Which you could do, which obviously Urban Meyer's name has been floated out for ever since he got fired from Jacksonville to go there. Yeah. So maybe the timing is right. If you're Texas A&M powers that be, if you if you've came to the conclusion over some you know brandy or bourbon that Jimbo's gone, you have to have whoever you're hiring by the time you get to tequila by in a couple of days. I don't. I, I'm just going to put this in the water that Urban's people say it, that it's Notre Dame or nothing. Okay, well that's fine. Well then who then who else would they hire? Does Urban bring Notre Dame to the Big Ten? No, no, I, I no. Urban wants his own network, his own like it's it's Urban doing Urban stuff. Not even after having been on Fox. No, Urban Urban won't have that kind of pull, and he won't need to. First of all, Notre Dame. You won't there, need there's to. There's no reason for Notre Dame to go to the Big Ten. Yeah. What's the advantage? Yeah, there's there's not like it's you want to be independent. Win. You need the three. You need the three armed forces games. Right. You need and the, the, more competition. And right. and if you if Notre Dame goes twelve and zero. They gonna they're be in. in they're in, especially with Urban, mm-hmm. and especially you, you're expanding it. Yeah, there's no reason. There's you know, there's no reason for him. Yeah. Who 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 would? After the break, I want you two guys to give me two names. If Jimbo was fired, right from Texas A and M, I hate even talking about he fired. But it, who would Texas A and M re- replace him with? Man, Jay Foreman. Like like who would be it? So Urban Meyer's gone. Jay Foreman and uh, Aaron Davis. <laughs> like, like seriously, who? Because you got to look at who was successful. They're in the, whoever they are, they're in the NFL. I got one. Whoever they are, they're in the NFL. I got one. Okay. All right, Jay Foreman, DP, Old School. We'll be right back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.